There's a lot of wisdom in just tuning in uh, with our own heart and feeling our, our own heart. And sometimes the message that we get is that I don't have enough room to be. Give me more space. And often what happens for me is that if I, I I'm going to cry a lot and this crying is a way to release and let go of the old old resistance, old fear, old sorrows. So I, I create space for my light to come through. As this perfect matrix is an exact reflection of our inner world, the key to true mastery lies within you. I'm Elijah. And I'm Anouk. Welcome to the Alchemy of Transformation podcast. This soulful project is all about spreading unity consciousness onto this gorgeous earth. Our discussions explore different modalities of healing and transformation from a holistic and multidimensional perspective. We also share our favorite tools so our empowerment may become yours. May you be as excited as we are to deeply explore the mysteries of the multiverse. Hello. Hello, Elijah. Hi, Anouk, and all of you seekers, listeners, and watchers. Mm-hmm. Welcome to season two. Oh, yeah. First conversation of the second season. Isn't Ooh. it exciting? I'm excited. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a it's really fun to to feel committed to another series of conversations with you and keep talking about this deep stuff and uh, sharing uh, with other people this deep stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> hoping that they get tickled inside. Mm, completely. Talking about getting tickled inside. <laughs> Where is it going? <laughs> well, we we're thinking about like taking a deep breath all together, setting mm-hmm. the tone for this conversation. Mm-hmm, completely. Yeah. Um, just to, just to harmonize our hearts um, with the earth and with our higher self. So before we jump into our conversation today, we would just invite you to, if it's available for you, close your eyes. If you're driving, definitely not. (laughs) Don't do it. No, don't do it. Um, But the experience is available to you. Eyes open. So just bring your attention inside around your heart center area. And you're invited to take a couple deep breaths. Hmm. I welcome myself into my heart. Mm. And while you're doing so, just check in with your heart. Uh, How is your heart doing today? And welcome the answer, no matter what it is. There, There is no right or wrong. Only what's present here and now. And from this space of awareness, where you are welcomed in everything you are, everything you feel. You are invited to come back. Thank you. Mm. Mm. Okay, now we have to talk. (laughs) It's interesting because the subject of this episode is welcoming the authentic self in all its 
complexity and unicity, unicity. Mm-hmm. And I feel like where you brought us is such a deep experience of that welcoming our authentic self. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I guess the episode's done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was an experiential way to approach the topic i'm pretty sure we're gonna find a lot of words to share with our listeners um (laughs) but as as we're there um to me the heart center is is a powerful portal to our essence to our soul and and we actually have multiple brains in our body so the sorry i just I ate a cookie and they have some crumbles tickling my throat. <laughs> you did that talking about tickling mm-hmm. people from the inside. Right? Sorry. Come on, crumbs. Go down. <laughs> I'll drink some water for you to help you. Yes, please. So, so yeah, we have like the belief that the, the brain in the head is the only brain and is the the center of our consciousness is absolutely not true. We can make it true if you if we believe so, but we have neurons in all over our bodies, and actually every chakra uh, has a set of neurons. Um, and the heart center has this particular property to um, blend polarities. So it's it's a consciousness of unity. Um, and when we are in a unity state, we are it's it's where we we are the most able to welcome anything that's present for us, anything that we are in this precise moment. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you just made me think about so many things Um, (laughs) like the fourth chakra the heart chakra is like like there's it's this place where we play out the duality and I find that when we are uh, capable to master that dance in duality that's when we feel more like our consciousness can open more into the fifth chakra and the fifth chakra, the fifth dimension, the fifth density, where that sense of unicity, where duality becomes just a polarity is, you you know, it's not like I'm on one side, you're on the other side. It's like, no, we're all on all sides. (laughs) And yeah, that's more of like uh, that higher level. So it's like 4Ds where, you know, like the exercise that the experience you just gave us allowed us to be in touch you know, more with identify, oh, what is in my heart space? What is in myself? And, and, um, you know, the first step is to identify, but then what do I do with this? Just by paying attention to it, it, it invites a deeper harmony potentially. But so it's like, yeah, it's this place where we want to apply harmonizing consciousness, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and personally in my own, um, healing processes, let's say, um, um, a feeling I get in my body often is feeling the light of my essence, the light of my soul pushing through my heart. And often there are resistance around the heart because we learned how to protect the heart, which is very sensitive and tender. And we, we usually, we're in a very specific time on earth where we break through all those differences and we learn how to be our authentic self, but there is a whole bunch of conditioning that came before that. And it's, it's this need to let go and dissolve and and dissolve, uh create space for the light of our soul to incarnate fully on earth. Um, So there's, there's a lot of wisdom and just, tuning in uh, with our own heart and feeling our our own heart. And sometimes the message that we get is that I don't have enough room to be, give me more space. And often what happens for me is that if I, I, I'm going to cry a lot and this crying is a way to release and let go of the old, all resistance, old fear, old sorrows. So I, I create space for, 
my light to come through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, gorgeous. Gorgeous. I mean, I could surf again in so many different directions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> before, before we get caught in like our enthusiasm about uh-huh. it, maybe we could, um, maybe we could surf on what is the authentic self. In all its complexity and unicity, what mm-hmm. what are you and I specifically in this conversation talking about? And mm-hmm. and yeah, good idea. I was thinking the same. Thank you for Thank keeping you. us on track. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're in that space where we we try to balance feminine and masculine, and it's like we're super flowy, and that's all right. But I I sense that sometimes we can we can get caught <laughs> and like be inspired but not necessarily um letting people know what are our foundational vocabulary and concept so so what is the authentic self well listen to season one (laughs) there's there's a lot of um of material for sure um Personally, I would, to me, the foundation of the authentic self, and it was our very last episode, we talked about soul and oversoul. So we come from the spirit realm, and we are born uh, as pure energy. So our, our soul, although it has its own qualities and flavor, um, is always connected to all that is and belong to, as I said, the spirit realm. And then there is this calling for some souls, probably not all souls, but to incarnate. So what we are experiencing here and now is our soul that has decided to take a body and explore the 3D. Uh, Basic mechanics of what's happening to us put on the human suit with the four lower chakras Mm. well programmed with (laughs) your own personal karma Mm -hmm. yeah because that's so important because our soul doesn't arrive all pure and virgin i mean (laughs) um it's old it has so much experience so much learning so many trials so it it is this huge amount of energy and story and and information and yeah so there's this thing on earth called karma where some some stories we experience that we were unresolved or we're still working through it I'll go in the karma bank and so in this life which karma out of my karma bank am I going to work on Mm -hmm. completely completely so it's it's part of the complexity of self um because first of all because we we are in this um mindset on earth right now where a lot of people are breaking through it but this this super mental way of approaching life um and it's if it makes no sense from a head perspective we, we kind of reject it. Um, and we cannot make sense out of karma because we don't have, we don't have memories from this lifetime. Some people get like memories from um, previous lives, but sometimes it's, it's just going to be a feeling that, that keeps coming back to you and, and you can make no sense out of it. And I had that kind of experience recently. And it was such a challenge to, to hold space for myself from that place of, I have this huge feeling that's taking over and I cannot explain it, but I have to hold space for it. Yeah, and I, I wanna say I've had a similar experience, but from this life, but when, from when I was an infant, where I had no words, no clear memory of it, but feelings, but emotions, but inner states. And just when I tapped into those inner states, there was just a clear story within that place. It was really easy for me to 
to figure out why I was experiencing that. And I guess like going past life regression, it's a bit of that. It's like, well, what am I experiencing? What am I, you know, and, and, and then allowing a story to unfold. And so, you know, going back to our authentic self, some of our self is parcels of a soul that has experienced past lives and has, is taking the opportunity of this life because you're probably in a good place to try and work it out. And it goes, okay, try Here you go. Have a bit of it. How about, oh, okay. And I think the, you know, when we embark and we say, yes, okay, I'm going to work through it. You know, there's so much support to work through it, but it, it can go really deep. And the deeper we can release, the better. And if we can't anymore, well, so be it. But accepting that sometimes we're going through these waves that make no sense. There's nothing in my life right now that should have set me like this. But there's this deep inner something rising. And, and something, it's a bubble that just a bubble of self that was stuck in the past that was kind of distorted. And it's your chance to, re, you know, undistort it. And if I may, like, I don't want to interrupt you, Nuke, if you have a flow, but I, I'd say for me, part of welcoming the entire authentic self, you know, is realizing, well, I have to spend some time identifying who, who, who I'm being, who, what I'm feeling. And, mm. um, what am I, where am I at emotionally? Where am I at professionally? Where am I at on all levels of my life, relationally, et cetera? And, and just tapping into all of these different aspects of me and allowing to see where am I at with this and to be really honest about it and, and to, uh, yeah, hold the space to, to see those aspects of us that are in constant changement, movement, change. We, there's so many different aspects of us that are given different circumstances to change and evolve. And we can easily be like, oh yeah, oh no, in this, this situation, I'm like this. I, I have seen myself in past experiences behaving like this and that's who I am. And then we like take on this label of I am this, but maybe time passes and we are not this anymore. And I think part of welcoming the authentic self is, is welcoming the deaths of selves that sometimes have to transform. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. I was a massage therapist for the longest time and it took me a year and a half to make the grieving process of like, no, I, I really am not anymore. <laughs> I really am not. But it took me a long time to allow that to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and one, one aspect of the anatomy of self is the ego um, that a lot of um, the, a lot of us that are on a spiritual journey tend to um, like want to annihilate the ego, um, but it's part of us. And, and the, the, the stronger we want to shove it down, the stronger it's going to push to be heard. So, and so finding a way to dance with the ego and acknowledge it and give it its right place in our, in our multidimensionality is so important. And the ego can be healthy in some situation can be unhealthy in other situation and I think that where where you were heading is this place where I have this all those layers of conditioning um and this con conception are of who I am or who I should be and this come from a very survival kind of place where it's like um in the relationship or, or in like in the workspace or in my family, this is the role I took on my whole life. And this is, this is what works. But at some point it's not working anymore. It served us in a certain context. And now, now we're, we're evolving and we're called some towards something different. So we have, you also mentioned that, but the honesty part of it, it's like, I have this mental picture of who I should be and who I, I have 
ever always been. And then there's this like, okay, but here now, what's what's real? What's what feels true? And this is where the tuning in with our own heart uh, can can give us a lot of power and direction and wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> while while being thankful for the ego right because his purpose is protecting us his purpose is keeping us alive i see the ego as the driver and i think for the longest time we drove you know we were invited to drive unconsciously just follow patterns given by by society as it, from our hive for culture but more and more there's more self-sovereignty coming up and we're able to i find become more mature about our relationship with ego and and like oh wait i am a driver of my life so i am the ego instead of being this this piece of us that is reactionary to life it, i don't think it has to be reactionary to life I think we can have conversations with the ego, upgrade it, you know, and 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 I think what that is is like really observing our attachment to to have a self. Like the ego wants a self, right? So being the authentic self, like sometimes is being no self, mm. and it's really hard for the ego. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I am nothing. I am pure source. Mm -hmm. and, and the deepest core of all the cores when i remove all of my layers i am pure source and there is no real self uh, I, you know there's no distinguished there's no distinguished self from another there's no other i am all mm -hmm. right so it's when we start to go deeper into the layers of incarnation and the different densities of all what we are the soul spirit source spark can experience the deeper we go in the layers the more we have selves to 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 connect with to align with to receive information from to 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 bring here um but so you know i love how you and i anuk we go back and forth from very like human emotion the human everyday life to soul and god and like you and I, in our conversations, we we have this beautiful elevator experience of being able to go back and forth. And I I love going up. So I, I hope that for people who are listening, it's not too far out there. Because I think our conversation, like personally for me, I feel like what I want from this conversation to share to people is, is, is really allowing the deeper, harder aspects of us that are to, to welcome and I think the denser ones are really in our humanity mm -hmm. uh, not so much in the upper levels you know and like we've talked a lot in the enemy of self in other episodes is this this whole like structure like from of how we we drop into the multi-dimensional vehicle of what is to be a human and and like a I don't know how to place it in the conversation, but a big piece from being this wonderful eternal being who comes into this very limited experience, completely dependent and vulnerable on their parents at first or, or the caregivers. And like, we are so vulnerable and we are so bound to experience duality. And then how did we react to that duality? Maybe we contracted, maybe we created defense mechanisms, but it's in those places that I want to support people going to the harder places of our authentic self because they're the ones who deserve our love our self-love our self-inquiry and our self-knowledge you know is is the parts of us that are a bit more tight so maybe our conversation is like work on yourself work on yourself but it's like play and you play on yourself and create yourself recreate yourself recreate yourself all the time and see where there are places within you that are stuck Mm hmm completely and it's it's a moment to moment fine listening because you as you've mentioned the ego like uh predictable the ego like um control so having a fixed identity this is who I am and that's it is very reassuring for the ego but this is not how it actually works so be able to catch ourselves when we kind of hold on to 
uh, to the old, to the past, to the old self that was once very adapted to what was, but today it's something else and be able to be um, very loving and very compassionate and thank the ego and be like, okay, this is, this is how it worked in the past. I am the driver now and we're going to go explore something else. Um, and, and often behind that is a very tender part of us that is asking to be held and to be heard. Um, and it's, it's when welcoming the authentic self is harder because when we're, in expansion and when we are inspired and when we feel like our the action we are taking are bringing results and um it's easy to welcome what is but whenever it's like it's it's more tender when it's more tense when when it's also darker uh sometimes it's it's not only sorrow it's like it's shame and it's guilt and it's sometimes even like violence or resentment or because all of these are part of our humanity and it doesn't mean that because I I I have this violent impulse I'm going to act upon it but be able to observe it acknowledge it and and let it be and And learn from it mm -hmm, and maybe find like finding a sacred container where I can uh, exteriorize that impulse um because that impulse if I may yeah sure is like a pulse right it's it's a and we're like ahead of it we're before it arrives we feel it coming and we're like you know or I don't know because all we see is that we we feel it like oh there's a big chunk of me contracted in there oh there's not much light in there oh it's gonna be like he's who well duality and you know suffering but what happens though if we let it pass through it's like electricity right it's the first bloop 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 but there's more coming after that mm-hmm. opening to that impulse opening to that pulse is opening to bring life force back in flow right Mm-hmm. And so, okay, you're feeling that difficult bubble that's passing through. And hopefully you just really let it work you. you and you're a witness, you're a benevolent witness. You're just seeing yourself suffer. You're seeing yourself being angry. You're seeing yourself, whatever is going on. But that thing is going to pass eventually. So just, if you can, go deeply as it's passing. And then after that, well, something magical happens. The, oh, the, yeah. Just this deep universal soothing, the universal parent, inner parent within us can have room to come and hold us. Mm-hmm. Be- because we were the benevolent observer, we were holding ourselves during that time. And, there, and, and then there's a welcoming of softness and, and self-care and self-connection and self-listening. And it's like now this spot where you had closed and you probably had closed from energy from yourself, maybe from your soul or from the life force universe, universal life force is now open. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's pieces of your soul <gasps> coming back into your body. And that's pretty wild. Yeah, and this is this is the inner part of it that's very much important. Like our inner experience is our first experience. Um, so this this space that's created inside and this softness, as you well expressed. And then because my inner world shifted, it allows also the outer world to shift. So this experience you've been longing for ever, for years, for no matter what, how long, or no no matter how long, um, can actually show up because, because you cleared your field and you shifted your electromagnetic um, configuration. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost as if there was this torus of energy that would pass through our core and then we project out as a holographic experience what was going on inside. It's as if mm-hmm. this movement that goes in and out and in and out, creating our life, creating ourselves. It, 
really looks like that. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling so facetious. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there's again this paradox and like the the most challenging part of us to welcome are the one that are gonna pay off the most. Mm. That's funny because I I was listening um, music earlier today and there was this line saying that like all all the biggest, I'm kind of paraphrasing right now, but it was something like all the biggest gifts I received in my life were wrapped in like difficult situations. Mm -hmm. Wow, yeah. And it's almost like you get the gift if you took the will and heart to unwrap it, Mm -hmm. even Mm -hmm. though it was... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or so it seemed right oh that did a duality uh, you know we, we're like sometimes so scared of the forces of darkness but it's all just a balance between the both of it for us to grow mm-hmm. really when darkness shows up it's hard at first but sometimes it's an opportunity to expand and see our light find our light mm-hmm. completely yeah. one piece that used to be challenging for me and is still challenging is holding space for anger mm-hmm. there is this like whenever there's this feeling that anger is pushing to be expressed there is this like I hold on to it because there is there is a lot of shame um and the belief that like if I express anger I'm gonna lose love mm-hmm. And there's also this, like, I've been repressing my anger for so long. If I actually let it out, I just can't imagine what's going to happen. And I mean, nuclear bomb. (laughs) There's this feeling like I'm going to lose control and losing control is so scary. Um, So it's a piece that I I learned to play with, uh, that I learned to hold space for, uh, but it's still challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm sharing that um also because what's what's behind that as well, and that most of us experience is the belief of being unworthy. And it's it's such an important piece because if if you don't believe that you are unconditionally worthy, unconditionally uh um worthy of love of receiving oh sorry my little dog um you cannot welcome the 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 authentic self in all its expressions probably you're going to be able to hold space for some part of it in certain context but there's not this like this capacity to to accept whatever comes up yeah, it's like the feeling of unworthiness is like a very second chakra. Uh, I'm, uh, should I go out? Should I not? Can is it? Can um? It, there's a, this this very um insecure, uh, um, it's unstable energy. Like so, it's really hard to create strongly from there, and and to say yes. I open my field to receive. Mm-hmm. I open myself to be able to go deeper because it's it's just this testing. And so it's just testing life. I mean, can I exist? Can I exist? Or, you know, like however it, the phrase is for everybody. So mm-hmm. we don't want to, ooh, that looks like I'm not, I'm not going to get proof of my worthiness in there. So I'm like, oh, I, I'm, I'm only going to go where I can get proof that I'm cool. But I just want to remind everybody that remove the second chakra pat programs and you're there is no doubt there is not even an issue in the, your total existence of this universe in your existence of this whole entire universe value and worth has nothing to do you just are you just are you are period you are it's so beautiful you are so complex and wide and infinite you have no idea and the the, I just wanted to say for a moment we're talking about worthiness just because you know the last couple years I have these amazing experiences of 5d experience and in there you just don't fathom not being worthy it's the fucking funniest joke 
a yet most suffering experience of human beings. And like, I really encourage you to just fucking turn that program off. You mm -hmm. are worthy, period. And and like really go in there and shoo all of the voices that you've internalized, all of the experiences where you couldn't be grow, you can be big and seen in your bigness. Like do that work, do that shedding because you are so worthy of all that you would dream of, all that you can think of, all of God's gift are yours. You are the gift of God. Like, mm -hmm. all right, I'm done. Thank you. Hey, we're interrupting this conversation to let you know that our offers go beyond this podcast. Oh yeah? What are your offerings these days, Anouk? Everything I do ties in with helping people remember their divinity and tap into their creative superpower and inner wisdom. Currently, I offer private transformation coaching and will come up soon with some group offerings. You can also buy my sacred artwork on Etsy. How about you, Elijah? I'm transforming 25 years of spiritual research into edutainment. From interdimensional storytelling to gamified spiritual experiences, I create content that holds space for our divinity. Hmm, curious? Make sure to connect with us on our socials. Well, that was powerful. And at the same time, I can observe because you are so free in your expression and so assertive in it, we can sense that you've done the work. Are you 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 or when, I think I did anyway? <laughs> I mean, it's it's a forever process, but exactly. there is definitely there is definitely a muscle that you built. Um which is not the case for everyone. Probably some people that are listening to us did the work, but sometimes, I mean, even as like warriors of the shadow, or I don't know how to call us, but like we have this, we are just listening to this calling to go explore our shadow and release and create space for letting more of us to come in. Um, but sometimes we are in those dark spaces, although we have this muscle belt and it's, it's for more for more strength to be built. Um, but sometimes it, it's hard to have that perspective. It's like this, this fluctuation of going up and down. And sometimes we're on the top of the mountain and it's yeah. like, oh, obviously I am one with everything and I am so wordy. And yeah. in other moments, it's like, you're, you're re-experiencing some traumatic experiences and it's like, you you are separate again and it's so painful this is what a sin is this is sinning believing for a moment because the situation made me my ego believe for a moment that i wasn't enough or that i wasn't worthy that is sin that is the deepest scene that you can you for a second believed you were not god you mm -hmm. were not this immense fragment of god like mm -hmm. and and to rep to repent repenter like like to to go to to God in a prayer or something like, oh, I'm sorry, I have sinned. Like mm -hmm. to me, I imagined this central channel within me that connects me directly to God. And when I notice, oh, wow, today I was in a situation and my ego made me for a moment feel like, am I worthy? Maybe you're not worthy. Mm, you're probably not worthy. Look at what your neighbor's doing. Huh? I'm at school. Everybody's like all the students showing their project. I'm constantly, maybe I'm not good enough. Like, but I don't hold on to it. I'm like, oh, the, oh, look at you, look at me. For a moment, believing my ego who's asking himself all these questions. And I was like, for a moment, getting caught up. I apologize, God. I have, like, I for a moment, covered reality with a falsehood. Hmm. I give it away. And I am a new once again, naked as source. Hmm. So, I'm very excited right now, and I, I I hope my energy is not too intense. I I, I just it's lovely. I, I just the last couple of years, like I got that that mm -hmm. a sin is this distortion from knowing ourselves as God, and those and that we can give those moments of illusion, this where we got caught for a moment, we can give those away in an instant. Hmm. Mm hmm. And that brings me to important piece for that conversation which are 
caught, um, um, catching, sorry, <laughs> it was <laughs> translating, catching ourselves when we judge and the power of forgiveness. Mm. Because often we're going to judge ourselves, but we're going to judge our neighbor hardcore sometimes as well. But because we are one, if I judge you, I'm judging myself. And usually if we, if we are able to get to that place of like radical honesty, if I'm judging you, it's something within me that I'm not able to accept. So I'm projecting it onto you. Um, like I, I have noticed so many times, like, okay, I'm a, again, I use school a lot because that's my, my full-time life right now. And for a second, I have a judgment about somebody in class and I didn't catch myself. A couple of days later, I do the same thing. Like, or like they, we're just in this constant echo chamber of our own judgments. I'm not giving the right example right now, but if we pay attention, like it's just right there. It takes like not very long for our thoughts to manifest in the world. Mm-hmm, completely. One one example that that keeps happening to me sometimes, but less and less because I I'm aware of it and I release and I forgive, uh, which is the part we're gonna get to in a minute, is when a woman is loud and she allows herself to be seen and she allows herself to be sexy and she's in her power and there's this like judgment that that I just have the term loud that comes to me but it it might be something else but there's this like judgment that she takes too much space um but when I am radically honest with myself what's behind that is the desire to allow myself to be under the spotlight and to be admired and to to be in my power and to feel sexy and be unapologetic about it. So, and I I say it because I know it's the experience of a lot of women because the conditioning of women is um, to be in competition towards one another. Um, because there is not no there is no room for everyone um, and we have to to fight to get attention to fight to to be recognized um, when it's so not the case and that there is room for everybody and that we can all be loud um, and allow ourselves to be ourselves, right? Welcoming the authentic, authentic self in all its complexity. Um, and um, in my authentic self, if I'm there and you're being loud and for some reason I need quiet, well, maybe I can leave mm-hmm. and accept my whole authentic self. But maybe I can't leave. So maybe I can choose. How do I accept my authentic self? Do I actually need quiet? <gasps> maybe I can talk go and talk to you and find a beautiful collaborative conversation of how can you be loud and how can I have my quiet there's got to be a way to make it possible you know Mm -hmm. and without it being you shouldn't be loud Mm -hmm. some of us want it to be quiet (laughs) (laughs) but yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah we're we're constantly able to learn from our environment of who we are and what we're creating and and uh, mm. because we're filtering constantly and at first it almost feels like narcissistic to say that you know like it's all about me everything in my life is a reflection of my inner world it's not true it's a co-creation but mm. even on a higher higher level you and I are in such agreements that even if there's a disagreement here, it's a higher level agreement for us to have this disagreement to learn something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so go ahead and accept your authentic self and find in every situation how much room there is to be shared with others in co-creation and collaboration and in ways that are harmonious. I think mm-hmm. there's room for all of ourselves. Completely, completely. And whenever we find ourselves in in that space of judgment, of tension, um, 
practicing forgiveness is so powerful. Um, a, an author I've been listening to work out recently is, I'm forgetting his name right now. Um, it's a Joe something, but it's no Joe, Dis- it's not Joe Dispenza, it's Joe Vitali. Mm. And um, one of the sentences he used that I find very powerful, it's you're either creating from, from memory or from inspiration. So creation from memory would be ego creation of like just repeating again and again the old patterns um, that worked at a certain point, but might be not super um, accurate uh, in this precise moment. And then creating from inspiration is having your like the way so clear between you and your soul or between you and your divinity that you receive from this higher realm, um, intuition, inspiration, and acting acting upon them, it is what's leading you towards your your best life and towards your higher self or highest self. Um, and practicing forgiveness clears the way. So if I find myself in tension and judgment, um, made be towards myself or towards other, um, it. Oponopono, we talked about that a little bit in another a previous episode, but it's such a powerful way to clear the way. And Joe Vitale talks a lot about that, and it's part of his teachings. Um, yeah, so- that Onopono is these four phrases that each of them have their own vibration. And when you say them and tapping into that, I'm sorry. Wow, okay, yeah, feeling into that. Uh, I love you. Oh, wow, that's a whole other vibration. Whoa, okay, wow. Please forgive me. Whoa. Thank you. Mm. Whoa, yeah, a fourth again, fourth vibration. Like, it's like a massage. It's a vibrational massage of inner states. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And using it as a mantra is so powerful because we can feel the power of it saying it once. But when when we're dealing with like layers, different layers of complexity and defenses and like years and lives of karma, releasing is is a long term um, journey, right? So so developing this habit of 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 forgiveness practices, maybe hoponopono or whatever else works for you yeah some knots are deep you need to massage mm-hmm. a while mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm, thank you for bringing forgive uh forgiveness yeah it's, it's it's so so good for the inner organs too you know each inner organ holds a different emotion and i found that i had anger in my liver for years for years mm-hmm. of processing and, and then when i was in my dark night of the soul. And after that, it's like, burn, all this anger, burn, burn, burn. I feel like my liver was just like working so hard. Um, until ah, I did enough work. And then I was like, oh yeah, forgiveness. Oh yeah, okay, I've worked through my anger. Now I can start forgiving more easily, you know? Mm-hmm. And then my digestion changed. I could really feel mm-hmm. the chi moving in my belly in a very different way. Mm-hmm. And like even my, um, um, uh, my, the organs that are on my left side, I'm like totally the ones that help with bile and, and spleen. spleen and um, helps with sugar also. But um, anyway, those are the guys. Sorry. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Probably have a book somewhere in here uh, behind me. But um, yeah, I started to feel my organs like tickle a little bit, you know, just having the vibrations awakening. And it felt like uh, it was this new crystal generator of forgiveness that was getting stronger and stronger and becoming more easily detached from from someone doing me wrong or whatever mm-hmm. or my triggers of abandonment or oh yeah so you know welcoming our authentic self is also welcoming our multi-dimensionality or holographic self and how our 
each of aspects of us, physical, emotional, mental, are connected to other parts of us. And the physical body and the emotional body are some of the densest aspects of us. And so they're the ones who are going to need extra attention, mm-hmm. uh, either in like in our core, in our muscle, in our fascia, but also in our heavy metals in our body. And, and like just, is there a lot of fat and sugar and, 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 and different toxins that our body is carrying is like, and even like stored it to the side because you just keep bringing more. It has no time to clean up. And so taking the time to look at our body and giving it the, the, the necessary processes, fasting or whatever, elementary uh, uh, diet changes that can also be very important to, to, to expand our self to a higher degree. And so, you know, being our authentic self I don't know, maybe I'm like always process oriented, but uh, it's nice to see where am I at and how can I always support myself like a good parent, you know? Completely, completely. And if I may, I would bring the conversation in another direction, but something that's hard to welcome is our gifts. Mm. Um, Because because we're afraid to shine. Sometimes like there are so many fears that can uh, rise up when when we think of like stepping into our power and sharing our gifts with the world and really follow our dreams um but it's it's what we we came to do and if we're not doing that we're we're not that we're doomed but it's like it's it's definitely missing the juiciest life that we could get the image that comes to mind is like you're in south america you're in the amazon and you're going down this river and your trip is for two weeks you're going to see all of these exotic birds all of these beautiful trees and plants and people and it's just going to be so beautiful and they're going to bring you food that's from the place and plants that are going to make you altered mind and dream beautiful things but you're just sleeping for two weeks Mm -hmm. you're just like find a spot on the bow you put yourself in the corner and just the bow went down with all these beautiful gifts and it's like yeah we can go through our life and not embracing those gifts but Mm -hmm. I think we might get out of this life and go oops I think I was sleeping on the boat (laughs) (laughs) but it's so hard it's so hard like we have these these conditioning these programs like we're pretty well programmed that if the tribe doesn't like me, I'm not going to be fed. I might even be killed or tortured or at least excluded. Mm-hmm. So I better behave in a way that the hive is okay with. So it's so hard to be like, yeah, I'm and be myself no matter what. And it's it's part it's part of holding space for a complexity because it's not because I'm not stepping into my purpose that it's like. Je vais me taper sur la tête. Like I'm gonna, what would be a good expression? I'm gonna <laughs> hit myself on the head. No, yeah. I'd say choose it. Have a fucking nap and enjoy the sway of the boat as you sleep through the beautiful jungle. Don't don't go be like, oh, I shouldn't really get up, but I don't know. I'm such a lazy bastard. No, <laughs> choose, mm-hmm. choose whatever you're doing. Choose it. Mm-hmm. Do it fully. And, and just, oh, sorry, go ahead. And when it's, <laughs> when you're like, yeah, no, I think I should get up and, uh-huh. and just kind of like sing my beautiful song to the jungle from the boat, <laughs> then, then go for it, you know, shine and do the work that is necessary to be able to shine. But I don't know, it's, it's, and we're all so different and shine doesn't mean like become an influencer on YouTube. No, it's like radiate your gift in your family, in your neighbors, in your community, at work, and with your animals. Like it doesn't mean become visible. Mm-hmm. It means let yourself be like crank it up, be you wherever mm-hmm. you are. Completely, because there's there's no one else like you, and you're you're the expert of you and you're the only one knowing what's true to me what's what's my path what feels aligned so it's it's all about again radical honesty and sometimes we're so good to 
hiding from ourselves. I'm going to tell myself a story that that's going to make me believe that I'm on the right path, but I'm maybe there's like some parts of it that are authentic and authentic and aligned, but there are others that it's like, I cannot go that far. Um, and it's like, it's, it's like the healing journey. It's always uncovering deeper layers and subtleties so it's not about figuring it out figuring it out (laughs) all at once it's it's about um keep going with this willingness to to be honest and to take risks and step out of our comfort zone yeah yeah And welcoming your authentic self is also being honest about, well, what do I truly need to, mm-hmm. to show up like mm-hmm. even more than I would want, you mm-hmm. know, and, and really welcoming our needs. It's mm-hmm. so hard to choose ourselves. Like in my partnership, my, my lover, like we're so supportive of each other. Um, and there's a lot of room for both of us to to be ourselves, even if it's very different or disharmonious, and and to take care of our needs. Like there's this strong sense of we're a partnership, but we are not going to go the conventional way. We're really going to honor our needs, and it's a big mm-hmm. part of like the pillars of our relationship is just radically being honest about what we need and allowing that to be shared with each other like for me it's such a gift but the thing is I've evolved a lot and I had a lot of relationships that made me grow and a lot of them were really hard and I couldn't be myself and you know I was just like no more there is just no more I I have a right to have needs and I have a total right to have partners that welcome my needs. They're supposed to make me feel bad for my needs. But I had, I wasn't welcoming my needs. So I had partners that made me feel that way to the point where, you know, now I'm radical with that. And I found a partner that, that is an echo of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like that you're bringing the conversation to something a little bit more down to earth because we went into like, the deeper processes and into like stepping into our purpose. And there are definitely big chunks of our journey on earth, but our experience is a lot like it's, it's our daily lives a lot. And, and all those little moments of like, okay, I said I would go to that supper, but like an hour before I'm actually super tired and I feel that it would be nurturing to just stay home and watch a movie. And we have all those fights with our very own self because I said I would go and I have to show up and putting pressure onto ourselves. Um, so those, those very simple moments are super powerful and they're kind of the stepping stone to, to the biggest, the bigger pieces yeah, when we say yes, when we meant no, is like um, a leak of energy. It's a leak of our, our capacity to be an authentic self at that moment. And I find that the more we are really honest and the more we close those leaks, the more we, well, a leak is energy leaving. Wait, mm-hmm. if I plug the leak, that energy doesn't leave and I keep it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have more energy for my own self-knowledge and my own self-love and my own, all the energy that it takes to forgive and all the energy it takes to love myself, like now I have more of it because I I didn't give it to a situation where it wasn't giving me what I would want at that moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's so hard. We, oh man, it's, it's it really is something we all have to work on saying authentic yeses and being, you know, uh, the last few years has been a series of books that came out like, uh, oh, but like just be your fuck just be yourself, like how to unfuck yourself, like, you know, books that are. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I, I have it in my audible library. It's a, a how to unfuck your boundaries, but there oh. are, there are a couple uh-huh. uh, 
how to unfuck your whatever. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Because I think we're we're there as a society. You know, we've we for centuries and centuries and centuries we had to bow to this external authority and and like and now we have more and more and more freedom. Oh, I can choose my god. I can choose my boss. I can choose my multiple wives. I can choose my you know like there's more freedom and so um, it it gives us this. It's trembling for more and more choices, and and mm -hmm. and I think it's part of the ascending movement of consciousness on Earth. Is we're now given more choice, so mm -hmm. that means we get to learn more. Like if we don't have a choice, whether I go right or left, and I don't see the consequences of my choices, I don't learn about about choosing mm -hmm. and. Yeah, more freedom is more responsibility for sure. Mm -hmm. But more fun and more alignment. Hopefully. More... Uh -huh. You put on that mindset for sure. Hmm. Um, another aspect that I'd like to bring up of our authentic self, like before before we close, it feels like it's a it's we've covered a lot of pieces. Mm -hmm. Would you agree? Yeah, of course. Um, I feel like one piece I'd like to really make sure to bring in is uh, a bit more higher sphere. You know, like just now we talked about maybe more like real down to earth everyday life examples. But um, my authentic self is also you. I am the other. The other is me. And I am all. I am I. I am us. I am all. And bringing my authentic self, I think welcoming my authentic self is also welcoming that place where we are one, where your suffering is my suffering, where your success is my success, mm. where our planetary consciousness is also myself and my authentic self. And the health of my planet is my, my health. Mm -hmm. And and to welcome my authentic self on all of these levels, I think is one thing I just would like to you know bring in this to this conversation because uh, at the end I think we are all one. Mm -hmm. and yeah, and it's even proven at a scientific scientific level from a quantum physics perspective that there is actually only one consciousness it's god's consciousness and we're all sparks of it or yeah different expressions of it but we're we're all one literally energetically hey dog yeah not yet <laughs> mm -hmm. my dog has a superpower of cuteness oh there she is <laughs> um and also of knowing when a conversation is coming to an end <laughs> walk time walk time walkies <laughs> <laughs> yeah just to conclude i the piece you've just brought um brings this um judgment part to another level it's 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 just not one relationship it's everything the whole world is a reflection of me so by by saying yes to what is no matter what is it is welcoming the authentic self mm -hmm. there's a movie right with jim carrey the yes man and i think he decides to just say yes to everything oh i didn't see it but yeah 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 um Anyway, it's an interesting concept. Sometimes I catch myself because I'm very driven. I know what I want. I know where I'm going. And I've learned to just take care of my needs and support other people's needs. But I don't put others first anymore as I used to all the time. It was like my pride. Oh, I have no needs. Oh. Um, <laughs> something's shifted. <laughs> um, um, I, I can't remember where I was going with this. I'm passionate and all that jazz, and I am so sorry. I lost okay. my peace. Yeah, yeah. It's Ken's Ken's consciousness that's like 
it's it's over <laughs> whoa it's incredible like she's here i don't know if you can feel or hear her or see me like play with her but she's like in my space and yeah she's such when i played backgammon with my partner like she arrived my dog arrives and like i'm all like and i say like you guys are in cahoots right like the dog always arrives when my partner is like ah, and i'm like you guys stop it <laughs> Yeah, like I was in South America a few years ago working in this tienda, this little convenience store. And I'm reading, it's boring, nothing's happening. I'm reading, reading my book, reading my book. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, there's that cute little poor dog that looks so hungry all the time. I should feed him next time I see him. Reading my book, reading my book. And there's the dog staring at me. <laughs> I'm like, you put those thoughts into my head, you little sneaky. Oh, <laughs> oh we were way more telepathic than we realize in our animals. That's where oh, they jive. We're all one connected to, to the same fields, being the same field. I am a field. Uh -huh. Of infinite possibilities. So, dear listeners, thank you so much for your time, for sharing your energy with us. Please share with us any nuggets or challenge you're navigating, because it's like we're, we're giving all those nuggets and pieces of wisdom, but it's like it's easier to say than to do. And we all have our moments of this is very hard right now and saying yes to that is kind of tricky sometimes so feel free to to share if it's a challenging moment for you uh-huh and and be assured that as we read it we send you lots of love hmm. great so see you for the next conversation hmm. so great and so grateful to start season two with you in this first hmm. episode wasn't that interesting? What did you think? Let us know. We certainly hope that something opened up for you and that you know and love yourself even more. If you find our content insightful, ask your heart who could benefit from hearing this and share this episode with them. Stay tuned for the next alchemical conversation. Take care, beautiful star being.